You are listening to the JTMR podcast. Visit our website at www.jesustomyrescue.com for free sermons, articles, ebooks, Bible study tools, Bible quizzes, and lots more. We share the gospel of Jesus to the world. Good day, listener. My name is Jakub van Us. I'm the founder and managing director of Jesus to My Rescue Ministries and Outreach. Today I will be talking to you about Kronos and Keros. Therefore, I will be talking about time. A few days ago I was thinking about how impatient I sometimes can be. I guess a little bit more than just sometimes. Well, not just me, me and my wife, we actually had a discussion about this the other day. Um, and I'm pretty sure that many of you listening now can say exactly the same about yourself. I wanted to say that this is a general problem for all mankind in the times that we live, but I then realized that this is absolutely nothing new. Like we read in Ecclesiastes 1 verse 9, there are no new things under the sun. Being impatient is something we as humans have been struggling with since the beginning of mankind. And it is not limited to the times that we are living in now. As I was thinking about this, I realized the importance of understanding the meaning of time. And um, I decided to do some research, uh, record a podcast and of course share it with you. During my research, I was once again reminded about the difference between our time and God's time. I realized once more that if we understand how God works, then we would be able to learn to be more patient as well. Now, in ancient uh, Greek, the terms chronos and keros are used to refer to time. This is really to illustrate that there are two different times that we can refer to. Now, chronos refers to the period of time, which can be measured with, of course, clocks and calendars. Now, this time, chronos time, is of course very easy for people to understand. We use it every single day in our lives. It's really simple. And then we as humans, we think that this is the same time that God uses. I want to read from Genesis 1. Then God said, Let there be light in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night and serve as signs for the, for the seasons, for days and years. And let them, let them be for lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light on earth. And that's how God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He also made the stars. And God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on earth and to rule over day and over the night and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. Now, when we read this, we would think generally that then God also uses chronos, the time that we use or the, the way that we see time. However, God's time is measured with the word keros, 
which refers to the opportune time. It is the favorable, appointed, and precise time. Now, the Collins Dictionary says that opportune time is when something happens at the time that is most convenient for someone or most likely to lead to success. Wow! Brother and sister, let me read that to you again. All right, it's very important. Opportune time, which is then, of course, keros time. The Colin, Collins Dictionary describe opportune time as when something happens at the time that is most convenient for someone or most likely to lead to success. In this case, this someone is God. My brothers and sisters in Christ, the keros refers to the time embodied in the sky that is revealed in the world to bless us. In this way, the meaning of God's time is indeed perfection. God uses a time that manifests itself in a supernatural way and does not correspond to the same earthly dimension. Wow! The perfect time of God, keros, can be seen in many biblical passages where reference is made to this type of time, which sometimes is difficult for us to understand because it exceeds our understanding. In the book of Romans, we can see that Christ shows the dom dominion of time. Christ, while we were still weak, in due time died for the wicked. That is, of course, Romans 5, verse 6. The phrase, in due time, indicates the total control that God had to control the death of Christ, which was carried out as part of God's divine plan to free us from the bondage of sin. But he did everything in good time. Can you see this, my brother and sister in Christ? It wasn't just a time. It wasn't just a date. It was the perfect time. It happened when it was supposed to happen so that it could lead to success. That is what you call keros time. On the other hand, in our time, Kronos time, we can come to think that God does not listen to us and that he is taking, you know, his time to fulfill his promises, you know, you know, to us. But certainly God is sovereign and in due time he will do the work in you and for you if that is the will of the Father. In the Bible, it can be visualized that people desperately searched for Jesus for healing and marveled at the power he had even to raise the dead, as can be seen in John 11. Jesus said to him, Have I not told you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Then they removed the stone from where the dead man had been laid. And Jesus, raising his eyes upward, said, Father, I thank you for having listened to me. I knew that you always listened to me, but I said, I said it because of the crowd that is around, so that they believe that you have sent me. 
And having said this, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And the one who had died came out, his hands and feet wrapped in bandages and his face wrapped in a shroud. Jesus said to them, untie him and let him go. Now, my brothers and sisters in Christ, in this way, miracles are present when it is God's will and not when we want them. This is how the Lord works. With the time of Kiros, this is eternal and not with our time that is limited. In the Bible, the Kronos time is not highlighted, but rather it focuses on the perfect time of God, which is the Kiros time, where the will of the Lord is manifested, where the divine and the supernatural revelation of the power of God over all things is visualized in order to carry out His purpose for each one of us and for humanity in general. We must understand that God is not guided by any clock to enforce his will, since his time belongs to heaven and there is no specific time to act. For this reason, there is nothing impossible for him. In this sense, God wants to take us out of Kronos time and lead us to his time, to Keros. But... Our impatience and eagerness do not allow us to move forward and do not allow us to understand the purpose that God has since we lack faith and also hope in Him. Brothers and sisters, this is why we anticipate the facts, wanting to do things at will, our way and in our time that is limited. So things tend to go wrong for us because we just aren't in control of everything. We really need to learn to wait, to be patient. We really need to learn to wait and trust in God's perfect timing. And brothers and sisters, the Lord uses those waiting periods for your preparation and to test you in your faith. This can make us uneasy and sometimes we can even grow weaker. I want to now read to you Matthew 7 verse 7. Ask and it shall be given to you. Now, although this is such a beautiful verse, we so many times just don't understand it correctly. I want to read it to you again. Ask and it shall be given to you. First of all, what we ask must be in God's will. And secondly, it will happen in God's time, not ours. So when we ask and we don't receive, then we want to say that this verse is not true. You know, <laughs> many years ago, I was even afraid to give this verse as motivation to someone because it was like, you know, ask and it shall be given to you. Oh, you know, that doesn't always happen. Um, until I realized what it really meant. So you have to understand this. It must be in God's will. And it will happen in God's time. 
We get impatient and we lose our faith when things don't happen the way we want it to happen or when we want it to happen. But it's all because we do not understand the content of God's perfect time. Let's look back in time. The Israelites always looked for reasons to complain about absolutely everything. Everything that the Lord gave them. They complained about the food. They complained about fatigue. And most of all, they always complained about waiting. The Bible shows us that this happened in the time of Moses, where the Israelites reacted in this way. And I'm going to read Numbers 21. But the people became impatient with such a long journey and began to speak against God and Moses. Why did they take us out of Egypt to die here in the desert? <laughs> Doesn't that sound like, like you and me sometimes? You know, we get so impatient and it's like, Why, Lord, have you left me here going through this desert all on my own? Your word says that you're going to get me through this and everybody keeps motivating me, but it doesn't happen. And yeah, then we as Christians sometimes turn from God and we do exactly what the Israelites did. Exactly. We also see this with Abram, where God promised him a son. But because Abram became impatient, he did not understand how God's time, timing worked. He became impatient and he had a child with Hagar. Incredible. Impatience. And of course there's many more that we can learn from. Just a few more people in the Bible um, that, 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 that were impatient. And this is literally just a few. Was of course Saul and Jonah and Peter. But we also then learn of many who were in fact patient. And waited on God such as David and Joshua. Brothers and sisters in Christ, if we wait in the time of God, in the time of Keros, we can rest in the Lord, recognizing his might and majesty to make things possible. The word of God tells us the following, and I want you to listen carefully. Proverbs 19 verse 2. Enthusiasm without knowledge is worth nothing. Haste produces errors. In this way, it is frustrating to be in a hurry for God to act as we want him to, since our Lord is never in a hurry. <laughs> he is the owner of time. So it is absolutely useless because when we try to do things our way, we get in trouble and we do not solve anything. On the contrary, many times we make mistakes that deviate from God's purpose. So the Lord tells us in the following, in Psalm 37 verse 7 and 8, Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Do not lose your temper, that only causes harm. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently. Brothers and sisters, we need to learn to rest in God, in His faith and His time. 
When you rest in God, you show your faith and the trust you have in his word. But it is not a question of remaining without doing anything, since he demands that we pray and seek him in spirit and in truth, reading his word, praising him and worshipping him at all times. So while you wait, pray. While you wait, worship. Let's read Mark 4. In this, a storm broke out with a wind so strong that the waves fell on the boat so that it was filled with water. But Jesus had fallen asleep in the back, propped up on a pillow. They woke him up and said, Master, don't you care that we're sinking Jesus got up and gave an order to the wind and said to the sea, Hush, stay still. The wind died down and everything was completely calm. In this sense, when we are in the middle of a storm, going through very adverse times, we can certainly come to think that God does not listen to us and that he is asleep before our requests. But if we trust and we ask him from the heart, we will find his grace in our lives. We may not get what we want, but we will certainly get what we need at that time. God works in mysterious ways, and to understand it, we must internalize the keros time, although it sounds difficult. We can do it if we go hand in hand with our Heavenly Father. The meaning of God's timing is truly perfection. It has no limits and it is not subject to anything or anyone. God is superior to our earthly time. Therefore, if we seek the face of God and hope in Him, we can rest and put aside the anxiety and stress that takes away our peace. Let me end with these passages. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 11. He made everything beautiful in His time. And He has put eternity in their hearts without man being able to understand the work that God has done from the beginning to the end. Habakkuk 2 verse 3 Even if it seems that it takes a long time to arrive, wait patiently, because without a doubt, it will happen. Wow, praise God. I want to read that again. Habakkuk 2 verse 3. Even if it seems that it takes a long time to arrive, wait patiently because without a doubt it will happen. Hallelujah. Isaiah 40 verse 31. But those who wait on the Lord will have new strength. They will lift wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. 2 Peter 3 verse 8 and 9. To the Lord one day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years like one day. In reality it is not that the Lord is slow to fulfill his promise. As some think. On the contrary. He is patient out of love 
for you. Another last one, Limitations 3 verse 24 to 26. God is good to those who wait for him. I'm only going to read 20, verse 24. Let me say it again. God is good to those who wait for him. I want to end with this. If you are waiting on God for a breakthrough, maybe it's for a job. A broken marriage that needs fixing, finances, healing, a house, a car, a life partner, or whatever it might be. Learn to work with Kiros time and not Kronos. Learn to understand that God's time is not our time and that His time is absolutely perfect. And while you wait, pray, fast, read the Bible, take community, and keep the faith. Just because it did not happen as yet, doesn't mean it won't. Practice patience at all times, and again, keep the faith while you wait. Always remember this, God is never early, never late. He is always on time. Thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity to present this podcast today. Lord, thank you for your word so that we can understand what time really means, what your time really means. Thank you for opening up our eyes to understand that all things will happen when it should and when it's the best time to happen. Help us, Lord, to live by Keros and not Kronos. Help us to live by your time and not ours. We trust in you, your will and your time. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. My brother and sister, I said I was going to end, and, it, and I was going to end, but now I want to go back, and I just want to repeat two verses again, and I want to leave you with these two verses, and I want you to really take it in. Not just, don't just listen, take it in. All right, the first one is Habakkuk 2 verse 3. Even if it seems that it takes a long time to arrive, wait patiently, because without a doubt, it will happen. And the last one, Lamentations 3 verse 24, God is good to those who wait for him. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this JTMR podcast brought to you by Jesus to My Rescue Ministries and Outreach. Visit our website at www.jesustomyrescue.com for more great content that will help you grow in your relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. If you need prayer, send us a WhatsApp to plus two seven double six four six eight three six three five. 
Alternatively, send us an email to support at jesustomyrescue.com. You can also find us on most social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, TikTok and many others. Just search for Jesus to my rescue. God bless you. Bye-bye.